Welcome to Weekly Wisdom from Jubilee Circle. We teach the common wisdom of love and unity that is found in all mainstream religions, metaphysical teachings, mysticism, and inspired secular and religious writers and teachers throughout the ages. Our goal is to help you connect with your higher divine self and transform from the inside out so you can become a force for love and transformation in the world. Each week, we bring you wisdom from our founding spiritual director, Reverend Candace Shalhoub, and other guest speakers. We hope you enjoy this week's Words of Wisdom. Hear these wise and holy words. Today, we're going to learn about the law of emergence, and I'm excited about it because we get to learn how to be the cause that creates the effects that match the truth of our being, which we are oneness with God. We have the qualities of God. So seeking to emerge in, through, and as us. So I'm excited about it. So this is, comes from the Agape course entitled The Universal Laws Governing Spiritual Living. And Reverend Michael, assisted by Reverend Cheryl, defines emergence, law of emergence, as beyond cause and effect, beyond the law of attraction, there is something within your soul's evolution that is always seeking to emerge. We refer to this as the urge to emerge. <laughs> to the evolutionary impulse of the universe seeking full expression within us as us. So within us is a field of infinite possibilities. What is happening is always a limited version of what could be. That reminds me of something Marianne Williamson said that that even if you think about the person that you feel has done the greatest in the world, that's only a fraction of what we are individually capable of. Wrap your mind around that. A fraction. A negative thought you are thinking is not the condition that allows the emergence. So we pay attention to any thought that would hinder or preclude full expression of the infinite as our individual life. We can transmute the by a direct hit with the truth. And when we speak of truth, there's only one truth is spoken in many different ways. You know, that God is all that there is, that we're unique expressions of that God, that everything is for us and not against us. That kind of truth, when, when something within us, because that little voice that I call the S voice, and you finish out how to spell it, um, is always telling us what we can't do. So we hit it with the truth and say, go on back where you came from. From Joe Dispenza. As long as the environment is influencing how we are thinking and feeling, we can only be as great as the environment. And if we are thinking and feeling equal to the environment, we create only more of the same environment. The idea that we can change something within us or inside of us in our thoughts and feelings, mind and body working together, we are able to maintain that modified state of being. There should be some evidence of manifesting of us causing effects. As within, so without. 
And this, I've, I've been putting this practice, this into practice recently. And you know, everything comes in time, on time, and mighty purpose. And it's from Wayne Dyer. And he says, tonight and every night for the rest of your life, I want you to take the last five minutes before you go off to sleep and realize you are about to program your subconscious mind. And that's what we create from our subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is most at home when you are unconscious, when you are asleep. If you spend the last five minutes of your day, which so many people do, reviewing all of the things that you don't like and all the things that didn't work out and how terrible you feel and who abused you and who was mean to you and who said this and they said that, they did this and, and you are constantly doing this kind of thing with your mind, then we are programming the subconscious mind that you're about to marinate in for eight hours in your subconscious mind. And then when you awaken, you will rejoin the universal subconscious and the mind of God, which we all originated from, and we're all just individualized expressions of that one thing, that one thing called the Tao or God, whatever you want to call it. So, to, so you want to be real careful about how you program the subconscious mind. Because what we place into our subconscious mind as we're about to go off to deep slumber is all dependent upon what we do the last three, four, five minutes before we go to sleep. And you want to place into your imagination, into your subconscious mind as you drift off to sleep, I am that. I am peaceful. I am well. I am happy, I am abundant, I am prosperous. I am a magnet for joy and peace and prosperity because as we, as we allow that to be the marinade that we rest in, the universe is always listening, God's always listening and always saying yes. And then the more we do it, the more we're going to awaken to that every morning. And that's something to say Oh, yeah, about. Let's everybody just take a deep breath in. As we evoke the spirit of the living God that is, that is closer than our breath, nearer than our neck veins. I'm just so grateful. Grateful to be here. Grateful to be in the presence of luminous, magnificent beings that are in this physical room that, that are beings that we don't even know that are here for each and every person in Zoom land that God is right here right now recognizing that God is the only thing that there is that everywhere I look the ground we stand upon God is that there's no space or place where we are absent from the infinite because it is knowing itself as us as beauty, love, intelligence, and creativity, wholeness and perfection, abundance, source and supply, God is. And God is grace. Grace. Grace and ease, God is. And divine order in the midst of everything, regardless of appearances, everything is working together for the highest good of all. And I am one with this power, this presence. It is my life.
It breathes me. It beats my heart. It moves and knows itself as me. And as this is true for me, it's true for each and every being here. For all sentient beings. All one with God. One with each other. And one with all that is. And so it's from this place of oneness that I surrender myself as an instrument of the divine to flow through. Speak, Father, your servant heareth. And so I bless this service. I bless the tech crew. I bless the sound crew. I bless the band. I bless the board. I bless each and every being here, each and every person within the sound of my voice on the playback or, or in the live stream knowing that it is a holy encounter, a divine assignment that we have each said yes to. Blessing each and every journey of each and every soul, knowing that it is perfect. That there is nothing lacking, nothing to do, nothing to fix. That each individual is perfect, whole, and complete, lacking nothing. There's only truth to be revealed. There's only things to uncover, discover, and heal when we bring it to the light of truth. And so I bless this time and call it good. And so it is. Amen. You know, I just want to thank y'all for the opportunity for growth that you all have provided me with. <laughs> I remember saying that to my principal as assistant principal after the first week of school because it was like every day was Hades. <laughs> and so the learning are the same thing. And as good teachers do, you get your students to teach a skill and it reinforces that learning. So when I say thank you for the opportunities that you have provided me with, it has caused me to grow. And I never have to worry about what I'm gonna talk about because it always comes up in my growthy, messy work that I have to do. And I love it and you know, I've, I've been studying in practitioner studies for four years to be a pr pr practitioner. And a part of that is walking across the red hot coals of self-discovery. Because I cannot sit with Julie or another person if I haven't done my inner work and healed the things that needed to be healed because I can't see her wholeness and perfection unless I can see my own and vice versa. And so being a practitioner is being a body of consciousness. And we commit to a, a lifetime dedication to being a body of consciousness that is aware of their oneness with God, that is dedicated to the practice of a prayer, meditation, and study, and service, and tithing, and all of the, the areas that we work on. And we pray. That's what we do. And so when I come to this work, I say thank you. Because it always comes up as something that I need to, I need to learn and anchor it within myself. And that's why we come to the law of emergence. And so as luck would have it, Joe Dispenza came across my consciousness that I needed to start learning from him. And so one of the things that he talks about is how by the time we are 35, so think back when you were 35. Some of you may not be there, I don't know. That was long ago, but I still remember. Our subconscious mind, the standard operating system, if you will, if you're a computer, was established and hardwired 
when we were 35. And so it's like everything that we did was on autopilot coming from that. And that makes up 95% of our subconscious mind is what we have concretized by the time we get to be 35. Now, it, and we teach this in school, neurons that fire together wire together. And it makes a hard wire so you're on autopilot in decisions that you make. And I think back when I was 35 and the decisions that I made, oh my God. They were not made out of love. Most of them were made out of fear. Now that doesn't mean it has to stay that way. And we have 5% of our conscious mind available but five against 95 is, is kind of tough odds to get to, right? But it's not impossible. There are things that we can do to, to weed those wired and fired synapses, if you will, and create new ones. Well, and so this is kind of going to pull together everything that we've been talking about the last few months about self-awareness, about visioning. And now the new thing is planting in our subconscious mind as we drift off to sleep what we want to see more of in our life. Now the law of manifestation is, if you look at Reverend Mike, well the way he explains different states of consciousness, there's these, the victim consciousness, everything's happening to me. The next step is manifester consciousness. It's happening by me. Then you have the next where it's happening through me. And the highest level that he describes is as me. And you may have some areas in your life where you are like hunky-dory. Everything is perfect. Everything's firing in that category. For me, it was my work. Because I was able to pour myself into that consistently and, and grow as a person, as a teacher, as a leader. So that was my, I can bring it like nobody's business, right? But then there were other areas like relationships or, you know, health-wise that were challenging for me. And so when I think about being 35, those things are hardwired. And, you know, Reverend Michael says pain pushes until the vision pulls. There became that dark night of the soul where everything started to fall apart. And it was an opportunity for me to take a look at what was running the show and fear was running the show. And I was so grateful that I came across A Course of Miracles. And I was able to start breaking down those thought patterns that were based on fear that I was like checking the doors all the time. I was always looking for a way of escape. I always never poured my heart into anything other than work. I always kept something just in case. That was my operating system because that's what you had to do growing up to be safe. So I, as I'm listening to Joe Dispenza's work, I'm realizing that that's what I was doing through A Course in Miracles. I was beginning to break down that thought system through each lesson in A Course in Miracles. And I've been studying it since 2005. Still don't know nothing. You know, it's still just barely scratching the surface of it. And we will unless we start to embody the teachings. We're not just talking about it. We're being 
about it. And so with the law of emergence, each and every one of us chose to be here. And we said, we're going to show up. And we're going to deliver all of our gifts and talents and skills and service. Wherever we are, wherever we are planted. If you're in a school building, that's your job. If you are being a clown, that's your job. If you're hanging wallpaper, whatever your calling is, that is your point of service. That's where people get to know God as you. They get to experience love and being seen and heard. But before we get to that point, sometimes we just got to get knocked down. You know, Marianne Williams said, just said, you give your life to God in the morning and by the afternoon, everything unlike God shows up and just knocks down the place. And Marianne's like, well, I thought you were just going to spruce up, put some windows and some curtains here and there. I didn't know my life was going to fall apart. And Spirit said, well, there were cracks in the foundation, Marianne. We got to start over. It's the same way with all of us. And that's what, why I'm so grateful for the, for the work that came from A Course of Miracles and all the other teachers that I studied. Like, I never heard about Manifestor Conscious, the law of manifestation, until I heard about Abraham Hicks. Girl, I can manifest. You know, especially when it came to love. And it wasn't necessarily love, but you know what I'm saying. I, I think the problem was I could get them, but I didn't know how to keep them. Because the first sign of a problem, I said, oh, no, wrong one, next. Because of that fear-based thing growing up. So manifesting, the law of manifestation is, well, we think about it, we get in that feeling place, and we draw things outside of us into our experience. With the law of emergence, it's already there. We are loaded and coded for greatness. It's like the acorn seed, you know, that it, it has everything within it to be the oak tree. The only difference between us and an oak tree is we get to say, mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> we get to say no until, you know, pain pushes until the vision pulls. And so the invitation, because we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. And not all of them are true. I know that's hard to believe. But every thought that pops in my head is not true. I used to tell my students, I said, look, if you do the first thing that pops in your head, you're going to end up in jail or dead. And I've had those kind of thoughts. So we have to be mindful and choose carefully what we energize. And a lot of times our thoughts are connected to emotions. And one of the things that I'm learning is that the emotions that come up, they're connected to past experience. And they're just energy in motion. So we can actually choose the way we feel by what we put our attention on. And a lot of times our emotions come in, in, the, in the future as well. Mine is foreboding joy, wondering when the next shoe going to drop. You know, oh, I can't be fooling this because something's going to happen. I have to catch myself with that. And one of the things I've been noticing lately is when that little voice starts. As you get older, you may experience this where you got to go to the restroom every two hours at night. 
And so I started paying attention to when that little voice starts. And there's probably about 20 steps to my restroom. And I promise you, I get five steps and then boom, there it is. Well, you know. And then I just notice and I, I say thank you for sharing and just go back to focusing on a mindful walk to the restroom. And, I, you know, and being the fact that I take maintenance chemo, I'm always thanking uh, spirit for the process of elimination. So shifting from that voice to, to gratitude as I'm doing that. And I'm telling you, it's, I'm able to go back to sleep a little easier because of doing that practice. So we are always, and that's, I'm going back to sleep. So guess what I'm doing? I'm programming my subconscious mind, which we create from. Another thing that Joe was talking about in, in, in putting that kind of information in your mind, I realized that's what I was doing during my healing journey with the 91st Psalm. Because I was reading the 91st Psalm morning, noon, and night before I went to sleep, saying that I abide in the shadow of the Almighty, that Spirit has given its angels charge over me. I am protected. I will not even hurt my foot on a stone that that was programmed into my subconscious mind and that's why I can stand here just today and say it is September a year ago the M spike that that flagged multiple myelomas activity within my body temple was at point nine and it has been zero this year it was one year where one month where it popped up and that is because of the work that we do in consciousness. That is because of our conscious awareness of spirit. And you know, the body does not, it heals when we're not looking at it, is what the Course says. And so I had to be willing to release that, to release the thoughts about the body temple and focus on the truth. And so that's the kind of thing that, that Joe is talking about being able to do. And also... I've been listening to the Oath of Manifestation and the Nuggets of Manifestation that I shared with you. I recorded it in my own voice. And so now I listen to it in the morning and I listen to it at night before I go off to sleep. And when I got my state retirement check, guess what I said? Woo, thank you, money. Thank you, and next time you bring your friends. <laughs> and then it was only a couple of hours before I got the PayPal drop from Jubilee for my services here. I said, thank you, thank you, money. Bring your friends. But just how light that made me feel to, to be able to do that. And the next thing you know, I've got new clients that I'm, that I'm working with. So the invitation is to continue to look, if you don't have the, the Law of Manifestation from Reverend Cheryl and the Nuggets of Manifestation, I think they made it available on the website, but it's a powerful practice. And it seeds the subconscious mind. And I'm starting to see the evidence thereof. And I'm curious, and we'll talk about this after this, if any of you have seen new little things pop up. But the main thing is how how I just feel around it. I feel lighter. And the other piece of this is I cannot, and I know Candace stresses this as well, the importance of meditation. Because when we are meditating, 
we pay indistractable attention to the present moment. And in that space is where we create from as well and we get in touch with that subconscious part of our minds. And people say, well, I don't have time. Just a few seconds in silence is enough to get the flow of spirit. To be able to recognize the voice of God over that little voice that tries to talk to me on the way to the restroom. Because I've studied the truth, I've prayed, I've meditated. And so my practice this week, thanks to you all, I appreciate you, is I am meditating as, as much as I possibly can, even if it's a little short amounts, just taking a moment. And I practice transcendental meditation, but I also practice other forms of meditation. And then the other thing that Joe talks about is if our focus is on what is happening around us, if we keep focusing on the emotions that are coming up for us, then we're just going to continue to create more of the same. So the invitation is to, you can do this in meditation or you can do this on your own. And it just as you were walking around doing your business, washing your dishes. Focus on something that raises your vibration and gratitude is the first thing. Just focus on all the things that we have to be grateful for. I'm grateful that I get to wash my dishes in a sink and I'm not by a river washing them or something. That I have soap. That I get to look out my window and see, see birds at the bird feeder. Grateful that I can stand and just let that, let that vibration rise within us. And regardless of what's going on in the situation, I always tell myself, hmm, something good's about to happen. Because labor is messy. But man, there's a beautiful being on the other side of it. And so regardless of appearances, when we are in shift, when things are changing, because Melissa Ether said the only thing that stays the same is change. We rest in it, confident in our expectation of good, that something is seeking to emerge in, through, and as the each of us. And it's, you know, there's, there's a, a teacher that Gene Houston said that the universe is holding its breath, waiting for you to take your place. There's only one you. We have to be ourselves. Do the work. There is no, and Reverend Cynthia said this, there is no microwave in consciousness. So we can't speed up the process. But I can promise you from my personal experience, and this is a daily thing, as long as we breathe and we're going to have something to learn, something to teach, something to be, something to deliver. Just go ahead and come to terms with that. Because that's the truth of the matter. Be at peace with it. But also... The truth is, everything is working together for our good, regardless of appearances. Something is seeking to emerge. There is a breakthrough that is getting ready to happen. And the problem is, 
for me, I would give up right before the breakthrough. Because I didn't know any better. But now that I know better, I'm going to slam it like nobody's business. And we have that opportunity that regardless of what we're, what's happening in the exterior, we take our mind off the body, we take our mind off the experience, and for me it's time. Well, I would, having enough time, you know, what, what time do I have left? And if you experience a cancer diagnosis, that may be something you come to terms with. But, but if we focus on those things, we're limiting the infinite possibilities that are available. So the invitation is to continue with your practice of awareness. Just pay attention to that voice. And I'm telling you, it's comical. It's saying the same thing over and over. I'm like, look, if you don't have anything new to say or nice to say, bye, Felicia. You know, it's just pay attention to what we're, th what we're thinking and what's streaming. And everything is not true. No matter how convincing that voice tries. And it's always, you know, thinking, oh, I'm just trying to protect you. No, it wants our demise. And it doesn't know that our demise is its demise. Isn't that not crazy making stuff? So pay attention to what, what we're thinking, what we're feeling. Whatever you want to show up in your life, seed your consciousness, subconsciousness with it. For me, 91st Psalm, Oath of Manifestation, you know, and gratitude and I am statements. I am is a creative, powerful phrase and whatever you put behind it boom law it comes into fruition and you know it's like a seed when you plant it in the ground you don't keep digging up the seed to see if it's sprouting you, we have to be patient and allow it to come forth allow God's idea for our life for this ministry for our service to come into fruition because if I try to put my idea in it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a hot mess. But if I surrender to spirit and vision around that, only good can come of it. But we gotta be patient. And some people say, well, you know, you don't wanna pray for patience because you're gonna get trials to produce patience. I'm like, I'm gonna get them anyway. Why not ask for help? So I ask, I mean, ask not, get not. Spirit. I just want to thank you for the patience to deal with what I got to deal with today. Help me to hear your voice above all else and don't let me act the fool. Help me to remember that I am a practitioner. Lord, yes. That. Seed your subconscious mind. Study and do. Listen and then do. Embody it. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. And I promise you, you will begin to see that you are the cause that is creating the effect because you are opening yourself up to infinite possibilities, to the quantum field. And through your vibration, everything is coming through you as you. And that is something to say, oh yeah, about. Thank you for joining us for Weekly Wisdom from Jubilee Circle. 
If you enjoy the program, we hope that you'll support us by leaving a good review of this podcast wherever you download your shows. We also hope you'll support us in other ways, either by becoming a subscriber to our YouTube channel and our weekly newsletter, or by supporting us financially. You can find out how to do all of that by visiting our website at jubileecircle.com. Many thanks to Audio Coffee from Pixabay for supplying our podcast music. Join us again next week, and until then, take the words of Meister Eckhart with you. If the only prayer you ever say is thank you, that will be enough. We thank you for your time and wish you the kind of week that will leave you saying, Oh yeah. Yeah.